Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. In this episode of Brainstorming Plus Tax, I wanted to take an interesting tax court case that sometimes makes us all wonder, why are we in this profession to begin with? Now, many colleagues of mine will likely agree that part of our role in the tax profession is to make sure that our clients pay the right amount of tax, no more and no less. As a result, if the Canada Revenue Agency reassessed our clients an additional half million dollars of tax, you would think we would obviously be fighting for those clients if we thought the CRA was incorrect. But what happens when the client is the crown? When the government sues itself, who pays? Now let me be clear, I'm not talking about a province defending its residents from a federal law they don't agree with, nor am I talking about a municipality having to defend pulling out of an energy contract with a province because of a change in policy. No, I'm talking about the federal government suing the federal government in federal court over a federal tax. In 2016, Farm Credit Canada was heard by the Tax Court of Canada regarding their appeal to a reassessment by the Canada Revenue Agency pertaining to the goods and services tax. Farm Credit Canada argued that they are a financially self-sustaining federal crown corporation reporting to Parliament through the Minister of Agriculture and the Minister for the Canadian Wheat Board. The CRA reassessed Farm Credit Canada for the goods and services tax, or GST, for the fiscal years ended March 31, 2009, 2010, and 2011. The combined total assessment was $3 million $158,943.81. FCC and the Crown agreed that if the Tax Court of Canada found FCC to be a loan corporation under the Income Tax Act, then the reassessment number is correct. Further, both FCC and the Crown agree that if the Tax Court of Canada finds FCC a general corporation, then the reassessment number would be $2,744,845.81. But here's the kicker. For 2009 and 2010, FCC is arguing that the amount of GST should be higher than what the CRA assessed them, and that 2011 should be lower. Yes, Farm Credit Canada, in this case, is appealing so they can pay more for two years that were assessed. Now, when it comes to tax appeals, rarely is it an all-or-nothing scenario. As such, the judge in this case severed each year from each other. Now, when you look at 2009 and 2010, if the tax court ruled in favor of Farm Credit Canada for those two years, it would have actually resulted in an increase of tax owing by them. Now, the Tax Court of Canada's mandate is not to exceed the amount of tax owing beyond what the minister has already assessed. As a result, the Tax Court of Canada quashed the 2009 and 2010 appeals because it was beyond their mandate. So at issue was the 2011 assessment. Should Farm Credit Canada be assessed $515,451 less than what the CRA had already assessed them? In this, there were four lawyers, two per side, arguing their case before Honorable Justice Stephen K. Darcy. The ruling was 164 paragraphs long with three additional appendices. Now, while there's a lot of interpretation on the technical definitions of loan corporation and general corporation, in the end, the case was dismissed on February 24, 2017, and the CRA's assessment stood, at least for now. But we're not done. Farm Credit Canada was not happy with this decision, so they decided to appeal this case 
to the Federal Court of Appeal. In adding to the inefficiency of this case, the amount at issue from the March 31, 2011 fiscal year ends were either $2,537,716.99 or $2,022,265.99. Apparently that 99 cents is crucial because consider the cost of typing. By not bumping it up by one penny in each of those numbers, it likely cost close to that penny to put into the published ruling. Considering that someone making $36 an hour is getting paid at one cent per second, does it really make any sense to have this level of detail in the ruling? But I digress. There were four lawyers, again, two per side. However, this time the Federal Court of Appeals ruling was only one quarter the size of the tax court ruling with 44 paragraphs and with three justices instead of one. Now, I'll leave it up to associations like the Canadian Taxpayers Federation to dig further, but I would be curious if the cost of having the left pocket of the government fight the right pocket of the government in front of the mom and dad of the government ended up costing taxpayers more than the amount in dispute. Keep in mind, the amount in dispute already belonged to taxpayers on both sides to begin with. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.